Hello and welcome to Doing Time, where humans talk about their experiences in a psych ward. Today we have guest Dario Durham. How are you? I'm great. Chicago comedian, writer, producer, actor, everything. Yeah. Good friend, good yeah. human being. Yeah, yeah. Keep speaking. Yeah. yeah keep going. <laughs> very funny, very kind, very yes. smart. Yep. Do you want to go out? Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Just oh don't tell St. James. I don't want that Yeah, smoke. and we have Matt Brown as always. How are you, Miss Brown? Uh, fat, ugly, and not as impressive as Daria. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's not I, true. Uh, you can't see Matt, but he looks really good. I, He's got yeah, a yeah. silk scarf on. Oh yeah, that's real. I, I look like someone's Haitian maid. <laughs> I, somebody's mama. Oh yeah. Like somebody's mama. Oh yeah. I look like someone's light skinned grandma who's looking for the vacuum. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the middle of something. Is the best way I can put it. Oh my goodness. Um. Well, so Dario is also um one of our other guests who has not been in a quote psych ward, but we wanted to share the experiences that he has with. Uh, mental health and just like why we brought you on we're branching uh, out yeah we are branching out and also i realized like um some people who have experiences in a psych ward could be less severe than some people who don't ever end up in one so yeah um, yeah. yeah it's yep. really interesting so yeah go ahead how much time have you done uh how much time have i done well yeah. i'm black and 36 years old so uh <laughs> so about 37 yeah. years 30, 37 yeah, years exactly. yeah yeah multiplied yeah. by two uh, yeah that, that uterus was difficult yeah, yeah, it was it was rough to come out of <laughs> He came out on a chain gang. It was hard. <laughs> Off the rails in uh, two point three seconds. Like, that was, uh, uh, no, I, uh, I if I say if I was have to say how much time I did, I'd say pretty much my whole uh, teen years. Uh, and then okay. when you think about young age, because I haven't gone in or anything like that, mm-hmm. but um, just things that you deal with in life, uh, I would say you know certain relationships you can add that as years. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Now he's forty-five. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just keep adding them on. It's like Uno. Yeah. You draw four. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, I, look, man, I did. I did years. You know, I did years of like situations that I could have maybe myself improved mm-hmm. or removed myself out of that I just didn't have what I have now. Um, so I mean, it's almost unquantifiable because it's pockets, you know, in life that you that I've gone through. So you've gone from periods where like everything was a mess, and then periods where everything's fine, you right. got your shit under control, Absolutely. and then you get into a bad situation because maybe your self esteem is fucked up, yeah. you're not treating yourself right, the pussy was too good to walk yeah. away from, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. whatever. Yeah, you know. Okay. Now most... he's like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the last one. Uh, uh, that, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just couldn't say yeah. it myself. I'm glad yeah. you were there for me. In there. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you haven't been in one, but you said like you have stages. Yeah. Um, and what would you consider? Cause like, obviously typically we find out what people are diagnosed mm-hmm. with when they say they've been in the psych ward just because they typically end up in the psych ward, uh, due to whatever they're diagnosed mm-hmm. with. So what were you going through that made it, um, like doing time, I guess. Yeah. For me, uh, I, I put myself in a men- mental state where I wanted to please people, mm-hmm. um, and, and put that before my own feelings and, and just wanted to make somebody else happy and just wanted to have this picture of whatever relationship I had in my head. Um, And and that kind of, that was what I was in for. And then the other part of it is too, is like, I haven't, I'm from the South side of Chicago, so I didn't have a lot growing up. And now, even now, you know, now, and I just had this conversation with my girlfriend and I said, reason why that I do a lot of things on my own, reason why it's hard for me to accept people to come into what we create is Mm -hmm. because I've had a lot of things taken away from me and I don't have a lot of trust with people, especially when I'm starting to create some success that I have, you know, so it's, it's near and dear, you know, and, um, those, those two things now, now I have, uh, a kind of PTSD of, of -hmm. those two things. Um, and, and I'm very conscious of relationships that I form, uh, and, and everything else that I have, you know, mentally where I'm like, "Ah, I'm looking for validation for somebody. Now I don't have to worry about that. So, Okay, two questions. First question, did it lead to, because I can relate, I, I didn't have it probably that extreme, but I can relate to the people-pleasing just because yeah. I come from the North Shore, yeah. which like, explains yeah. itself enough. Yeah, yeah. But, but also, um, people-pleasing is just like codependence on the highest level. Yeah. Right. Like, that's Typically, really, yeah. really what it comes no, down so to. And that, so, my first question is kind of like, did it make you depressed, anxious? Like, what would you consider like your diagnosis almost of like, if you had like a mental health yeah. diagnosis, like what? Did the people pleasing create in yourself? Yeah. Answer that first, and then I have a second question. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's definitely uh, created some anxiousness because I was yeah. always thinking about what is that other person feeling, even if it's a friend, whether it's a girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, family member. You know, I'm always thinking, what is that person thinking about? You know what I mean? And how mm-hmm. how do they feel about this decision that I made? So I was always anxious 
trying to did that determine your decisions yes yeah that determined a lot of decisions you know oh man you know what i didn't get the reaction i wanted from a person so you know what maybe that was wrong you know what i mean uh if it wasn't a verbatim reaction you like go against your instincts because you want to be yes your instinct is i didn't do anything wrong but oh i must have because they're mad so i convinced myself i did they they say they say yes a certain way (laughs) so then my second question is how have you challenged the people pleasing um like tendencies within yourself during like being being in the uh stand-up industry like being in like that business is mm-hmm. all about i mean it's a lot of people pleasing just yeah oh, yeah. yeah and it's like <laughs> yeah oh yeah and it's and like we all don't want to admit it but that's like 100 percent what it is it's like mm-hmm. networking and trying to get to know people and stuff yeah. like that and like for different reasons doing shit we don't yeah. want to do because we know right. we have to right, right. In our mind we quote unquote right, have right. To. if i want to get here i have to do this yeah. if i want to get here i have to do mm-hmm. this it's yeah. like there's certain things you have to do so i was gonna ask like has that put you back in any anxious thoughts or were you out of it enough to yeah. challenge it? So the, so the unique thing about my comedy career and kind of my personal life kind of blending together is I was going through this stuff before comedy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, actually coming out of it during while I, while I was starting comedy. So I was kind of self-remedying already. So by the time that I really started to become anything significant in comedy, um, I learned how to kind of cope with the trust in myself mm-hmm. because that's what that's where the anxiousness came from. I was mm-hmm. just I was looking f- to fill a void, and other people mm-hmm. were the yeah. I, were the voids. Do you know where that comes from, or is it just natural for you? I think because that's you're... just that was just that's just me. Um, I, I I can't put that on anybody. You know, um, that was just me because I by nature I just like to see people happy. I do like to see people happy, mm-hmm. uh, and then I I like you know I'm a I'm a relationship guy. I like relationships, yeah. whether it be um, with a significant other. Um, whether it be a family member, whether it be just a friend, you know, I have friends that's 33, uh, that's 31 years old, that uh, uh, years together that we've known, like 15 years together, mm-hmm. 20 years together. So for yeah. me, I keep relationships. So, you know, I was looking to fill voids. And uh, by the time comedy came around, you know, I kind of learned to be self-sufficient and not look for that validation in other people and just kind of trust what I do is, is I'm doing a good thing. And I'm not, whether it's wrong, I'll determine if it's wrong on my mm-hmm. end, not somebody else's. Mm-hmm. you know versions of, of what's wrong or what's right so yeah that's really interesting yeah. um and you have a really interesting story too i know about how you got started in comedy mm-hmm. and kind of like what led up to because we have a similar like yeah. i guess trajectory in yeah. comedy where i started mm-hmm. my idea was i'll start once i'm not depressed yep. and then i actually did yeah mm-hmm. um and then you had a similar thing yeah so i just yeah. wanted you to kind of share that yeah i i started kind of sitting like how we are right now i know the people can't see it but we were at a yeah. table uh yeah. mm-hmm. i was at my um my sister's uh, house with her husband. We were sitting at the dinner table, the three of us. And um, he, you know, they asked me, you know, what, no, I asked them, what do, what am I good at? You know, what, what do I do? You mm-hmm. know, and I, and I mm-hmm. remember saying this verbatim. I wake up, I go to work, I go to sleep. I wake up, I go to work, I go to sleep. And I remember saying that. And my sister goes to me, and this was, well, this is before comedy. She says, um, well, you're funny. You know, you, you make people laugh. And I, and I said this, which is very ironic now, hindsight mm-hmm. being 2020. You're like, I said, uh, what does that do for people? <laughs> you know, like, right. you know, hey, what, mm-hmm. what does that do for people? Well, I mean, to be honest, though, if you didn't know that, like, if you don't yeah. see that in your trajectory, you're right. like, wait, okay. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like someone being like, well, you're, you're cool. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, you know, like, like you, it's like okay, that's a you like candles right. better than anybody. Yeah, right, right, right. It's like benign. What who cares? Skill is that? Yeah. What do I do? What do I do with that? I can work <laughs> a Yankee candle now. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but uh, you know, so so that was the that was a moment for me. That was definitely a significant moment because that literally changed the traje- trajectory of my life. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I made a decision at that point. Um, but believe it or not, the first decision was to do podcasting. So uh, mm-hmm. that's how I got. I started podcasting. And I can't even see it started. I got two podcasts that came out, uh, chapters or whatever you want to call them, at that yeah. time, um, that never aired because <laughs> I, I felt like I sucked. And I and I asked myself, hey, how do I get better at this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought randomly out of nowhere. I was like, well, people come from Second City; they obviously have to have some kind of class there. And I look it up. Sure enough, there's a podcasting class. So, um, but you had to take, yeah, you had to take, uh, they'll take money from anybody they, for anything. Yeah, for Damn. Real. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, the prerequisite though, uh, were, um, you had to take improv A and B. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I said at that point, another ironic moment is uh, I said, I don't want to do comedy. <laughs> like, I'm not here for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? And uh, mm-hmm. then at 3 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, I literally yeah. just said, improv <laughs> 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 is fun. Improv is fun. It's, it's, I got yeah. out of it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did a lot of, I did a I lot of improv. it's fun if you're, like, not sober. You, you, know? you know what? If you got a good group of people, too. I don't play well with others. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. You, you have to have a good group of people because we... Well, I, yeah, it can be, but it's like, it. but just in terms... It's just like, I guess, it's a rivalry. Yeah. Thing, yeah. But. yeah. You had to go through that to get where you wanted to do with yeah. the podcast. Right. But I actually, actually fell in love with improv, like day one. And so that's when I said, oh, man, this comedy thing, you know, you go through the A3 program. That's a 40-week process. Um, so you, I went oh. through it. And by the end of it, you at a crossroads now. Now I'm in this comedy world that I just was thrown into. Mm-hmm. And what do I do? Do I just leave or do I do what people have been telling me to do, stand up? And so I tried it. You know, I took the, I took a stand up class there. Mm-hmm. I only did a, a, the first class of that, so eight weeks. And before I just started doing open mics during the class, I think two weeks in, three weeks in, I started doing open mics. And that's when I was like, damn, this is this is a rush, you know. So that helped out a lot. I mean, that that little moment was about a uh, I'd say a, like a three month, three, four month mm-hmm. time frame from the moment I had that breakdown. My, my sister podcasting in the middle and then just sign up for um, uh, improv. And, uh, and then, you know, the, obviously the year after that. Uh, so by about a year and a half, I should say. Um, but that moment right mm-hmm. there, that year and a half changed everything mm-hmm. you know that let literally kind of form me as a person calm me down a lot more um and it was just i mean i'm grateful for that little moment right there mm-hmm. you have to re- you realize so much about yourself and it all started with a conversation all started out with a conversation man you gotta you i think that's the key you have mm-hmm. to like be willing to say that you know what i mean i wanted to ask that was related to your whole year and a half shift. You said that it all started off a conversation with your sister. That's the most yep. important thing. Was your sister there for you when we were talking about the first half? Because you said it was half just life and then half growing up in Chicago yep. on the south side yeah. in the 90s. Like, what was was your family there for your support through that? Yeah. The same way they were later on? Did you have to get through that by yourself? How did that shape where we're yeah. at today? Yeah, so uh, my family, immediate family, my family in general, immediate and uh, is very close. I had a great, really great. good relationship with my grandma. Mm-hmm. Uh, she oh, passed away. Awesome. Yeah, she passed away. Uh, ten years ago, uh, mm-hmm. and um, but I mean that was that was my ace deuce, and so family is that's where we got a sense. There's a lot of women in my family, so um, mm-hmm. uh, my sisters are. We talk all the time. I mean, you know, Southside, we just hang out in each other's bedroom and <laughs> yeah. just chop chop it up. So um, yeah. it's cool to have them have <laughs> have somebody you can uh, kind of go to for that and trust. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like that was the big thing. Is like we talk about so much. And I'm four years older than that's her. That's awesome. So, Hearing like a yeah. woman's perspective all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so that's. I, I, I know maybe people have asked you, has that helped you with dating at all? Like in terms oh, yeah. of like getting. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, help me like, to dress well. With them, you oh, yeah. brought, I mean, no, seriously, because it's like, I'm sure listening to their side of things, you're like, oh, now I get it. Because yeah. this is what I used to help me. Well, at that point, at that point, you don't even, when you grow up with a lot of women, you don't even think like that. Yeah. You don't even think like that when you got a lot of women. You just around it. That, that that's just right. the, that's it's just life. So you just that's just how you act. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, right. um, me yeah. me not disrespecting women or just like having a certain thought process or understanding a woman. Um, that's not anything that I'm just like, oh what? You know what I mean? Like me me, I'm just like, yeah, dog, yeah. open the fucking door for. Her. You know what I mean? Like you know, like, you know say hi, say you shake a hand yeah. like lightly. You know what I mean? Like my <laughs> friends that I've met in life that were uh, raised by lesbians yeah. also do really well with women. Like yeah. their friendships are a lot more stable. Like yeah. they didn't have to punch their best friend in the arm in high school yeah. to like yeah. get over the fight. <laughs> right. Like it's like, okay, yeah. we could just talk or like listen or yeah. just like move on. Yeah. Like right. you get taught how to be around people. Yes. Yeah. Not just how to exactly. beat ass. Exactly. Exactly. Now you yeah. Do that. Yes. That's, that's, that's what, in there. Yeah, that's in there. But you know what I mean. Like you, you know how to defuse the situation very differently. You know how to do an opening argument before you yes. throw the first punch. Yes, exactly. Like. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. I think that what. So after the year and a half, that kind mm-hmm. of like changed you, and then you. You did improv, fell in love with them, and they were yep. like, no, do stand-up, which yep. is like, right decision, right yeah. decision. Um, and, then, <laughs> and, then you, and then you went and did comedy, and now um, that kind of like relates back to what I asked you just about like how it could have been different in the sense that 
you were over that people pleasing yeah. kind of phase. Yep. How did that like old thinking shape like your challenging thoughts of like new thinking or like did it ever slip up any times yep. because you wanted to, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, that's perfect because I did slip up. So mm-hmm. um, how it helped me to answer <laughs> I'm first. I'm guilty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how it helped me though is I, I knew I knew a lot. I knew how to handle um, being independent, you know, and not relying, excuse me, on somebody else's um, thoughts or opinions and just work on you, you know, and right. what, whatever I am at that moment, you know, uh, you know, retail worker, comedian, you know, that, that was, that was all it back then, <laughs> but, but, you know, so now you have dot, dot, yeah, yeah, I know, right. You know, got, got all the other stuff. So, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, like you, you start to, you learn how to like handle stuff. So that's why mental stability for me coming into the comedy world, um, was not a situation. Now I slipped up. I said that. So I slipped up because I got in a relationship. Um, and, you know, thought this was the one. And again, now this wasn't anything to do with comedy. It was just personal life. Just start creeping back up. And I, I turned into that people pleaser because she was, she had a lot of depression she was going through. Oh, and wow. her depression brought me down back into my depression. Was she like, like when you first met her depressed? Or like no, when, no like, it, it was a change. It was and like I, a creep? Yeah, like and I didn't okay. see it because I was just factuated. And that's what mm, I, and I'm not going right. to say anything else. I'm not going to say in love or anything like that. I was infatuated. You you look back hindsight, 2020, mm-hmm. you look back, I was just infatuated. Right. You can't see yeah. it when you're yeah. in it. Yeah, you it can't sucks. see it when you're in it. And then, right. uh, Did you she know, only get sad after you fucked her? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, it, yeah. it bears asking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was crazy. Darius um, Dickel ruined Everyone life. was Yeah, I know, right? You know? <laughs> 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 Don't tell everybody that. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yes, so she just really took me to that place. And how I got out of it is, I, honestly, I don't know how I got out of I had a couple, I had a few good people around me because my circle was smaller, you know what I mean? And Darian mm-hmm. is, is my boy. Darian Lewis is Shout my boy. Yeah, shout out to yeah, I, I hope he's doing okay. Yeah, yeah. I really like him. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Darian, is, Darian is the homie. Um, and you, I remember him having this conversation. He said, in 2018, because uh, 2018, you had a dope time, right? He said, mm-hmm. fourth quarter, you were lit. Because that was like the peak of my I, my rookie season. Started my rookie season for comedy, I so to say. So. <laughs> you started in 17 or 18? No, I started, I, well, I started stand-up stand in 17, up. comedy. 17, 17, and okay. yeah, and, and by then, by 2018, I had a year in, but mm-hmm. nobody knew who the fuck I was. Yeah. So, um, so That's how it goes. That's how it goes, yeah. And he said to me, he said, man, 2017, October, November, December, uh, 18, was lit. He was like, you need to get in focus. We need you. That's He said, we need you. And he had that conversation with me. And he didn't want to say, that girl is taking you down. Mm-hmm. We ended our stuff. Uh, and I remember saying Wait, to him, he didn't say anything, but you kind of like knew Oh, I dare me and Darian known each other for 14, 15 years now. So, Oh, yeah, wait. Yeah. I didn't know how long that really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've known uh-huh. I've, we've known each other for a long time. <laughs> they probably just make a lot of eye contact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, now, right, he, and then they're like, he can say okay. a word, and I'm like, okay, I got you, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, right, like, yeah, right. So, okay, so that that okay, I get it. Yeah, now. yep. Yeah. So he 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 did that to me, and I said, "Hey, man, I'm back." And like in Jordan terms, I was like, "Yeah, I'm back, man. Trust me. This fourth quarter, we're gonna be ready for the fourth quarter." In Jordan, and, yeah. <laughs> and, that uh, documentary was unbelievable. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> and that was that's how I came out of that, man. It was just having good a good person around me t- and and self realization that yeah, I am making a mistake. You know it's what I mean? the like, best. Yeah. You need a best friend. You do. You need. If a, anybody man. is listening, that's mm-hmm. critical. One person. Yeah. You only need one person. Not a yes man. Yeah. You need a I'm person serious. that's gonna be like, 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 "Hey, you fucking yeah. up. We need you." Somebody's <laughs> gotta tell you when you're eating yeah. bad pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Turn your whole life sour. Throw yeah. up the pH balance of your whole yeah. existence. Yeah. You know, so I'm glad he was there for that. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's what he, that's exactly what Matt said. That's what summer Darian scene. said to yeah, Darian. Yeah. He <laughs> looked in his eyes and he was like, hey. bad pussy? Okay. He's eating bad pussy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Darian is uh, nicknamed Summer Eve now. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> He cleared the problem away. Yeah, yeah right. He got all up in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fun. Um, but after that relationship, you felt like that was pretty much the main time that you felt like you got off your track of yeah. this is how I take care of my yeah. mind. And that was uh, that was recent. If we think about it, we, this is twenty twenty. That was that was two thousand nineteen. Um, we talking uh, September, September, uh, August, ago. September. Yeah, but yeah, year ago. yeah, actually, yeah. August, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. August. Yeah, isn't it surprising every time? Man. You're like, oh, it's that month. Oh, I mean, okay. think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, it has been a year. Yeah, it's been a year. <laughs> so shit. 
Yeah, so, um, this quarantine. Yeah, so I'm Ooh. glad I'm out of okay. man. <laughs> it's been good ever since. It's been like mentally clear. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah. Because I mean, just like you said, with the uh, with the like hills and valleys of everything, it's always an up and a down. Yeah. And a back and a forth. Yeah. So to hear that at least the past three four years or so yeah. it's been relatively consistent yes yep that's like more linear progress yeah. than what a lot of people make. yeah but now you know the thing is that i've prepared for too um especially with everything you got going on now um with the company be positive productions all that stuff is that bad times will come mm-hmm. you know bad times are going to come it's just now i think i have the mental fortitude to kind of withstand uh that blow you know what I mean? So and why? Like, what do you do to not being like, yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. You're not a strong person. Yeah. But no, I'm saying like, <laughs> what do you do to cope with that? Um, I just know. I just know where I've been and where I, where I come from. I think about that all the time. Um, everything that I do. And, and it's not a sense of, man, I've achieved this much. You know what I mean? It's I look mm-hmm. back in a sense of, I done been through some bad shit. Mm-hmm. This this other stuff is nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's that's how I look at things now. So um, it's not too much that I'm just like I know I can't recover from. That's mm-hmm. why you know whatever happens on the comedy scene, I know that's a big thing. I'm not worried about that. Whatever happens in relationships, I done been there before. Shit, mm. if it comes down to monetary, just life. The worst has happened. Yeah, yeah, the worst has happened. Or or even if it's not the worst, I've dealt with enough to know how to manage a situation. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So, right. You know, so like, I, I, I don't, I never think that, I know the bad times are coming. Mm-hmm. It's just, all right, what are we going to do, Dario, mm-hmm. to kind of pull ourselves out of it? Because we, that's what we're going to have to do. You're going to mm-hmm. have to, Pull yourself out of it. And mm-hmm. um, now, I, you know, you think you got friends that you can talk to. You got family you can talk to. Hell, you you got, you know you're in a good space that you've been here and you can talk to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And, well, that's really important. Half of therapy is talking about changing self-talk. Uh, what made you change your self-talk? Like, I know it's obviously, yeah. uh, you know, the steps and the stages that you went through your life. You talked about, you know, your sister helping you. But, like, th- other people can only do so much. So, yeah. like, what switched your, like, thought challenging, I guess? Uh, That's, like, a therapy term. But what yeah. changed, like, the, the thoughts that come in that you're self-aware of and then you actively change them? Uh, having a belief in myself. And okay. that that's what changed. So um, I can I always tell this story now to people and say, hey, look, um, I remember sitting on 62nd and Campbell looking up at the ceiling in that, in that apartment and just as a kid just being mm-hmm. like, dang, I want to be something in the city one day. You know, I just want to mm-hmm. be a name that I can walk someplace and somebody know who I am. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. can go and I can, I want to be a performer. I don't know what kind, but I just want to be performer on stage. Right, And right. so now, you know, I've done a lot of that stuff. You know what I mean? I've done a lot of that. And and now, if I think about, like, my mental, my mental state, why I can overcome things like that is because I always think my goals have changed. You know, nothing is too big now. And I got a belief in myself that I can do something. So mm-hmm. so even if it looks bad and like, oh, man, you might not be able to do that, dog. You know what I mean? I always think there's some shit that I've done that I once said I couldn't do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, like, and and then when I think about that, it's like, damn, all right, well, you can do it. I don't know how. I really don't know. And I just made a post about this probably like three weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook. I said, half the time I'm doing the shit that y'all see me doing. I'm sitting there figuring it out for the first time, <laughs> so, but right. but I'm just thinking. Right. I I if not no offense to anybody, but if somebody could figure it out, I could figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, mm-hmm. <laughs> why not? Yeah. No, right. we've all been there where we yeah. had to tell ourselves like there are a lot dumber people yeah. that have gone a lot Man. farther than me. <laughs> right. I'm gonna figure this out. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah. You look at something, you just look, you be like, man, if they could do it, I know. There are very stupid, successful yeah. people who yeah. shouldn't get that much help. Yes. Like, I'll figure something out. Right. I'll figure yeah. it out. There's so many <laughs> successful people that I, like, have met from just, like, my hometown. And, and they're like, either dumb as a sack of so... shit or miserable or both. Yeah, yeah both. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's always just like, is there, like, a rock for your brain? Right. And then. And it, they always want to have five it, kids when they're stupid. They want to marry how, them and then how, and procreate. Right. And then they're like, you're like, wait, how? Like, did somebody... Now they got a homeschool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so... It's so interesting seeing that and being like, do you ever see two parents and you're like, how are you married? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, like, were you cuter back then? Or what's going on? Or you just, like, look at how stupid everyone in the house is. You're like, wow, so you live in a five-bedroom house and you eat off paper plates. Right. Like, (laughs) nothing good's happening in your life over there. How do you afford it? No. No. So interesting. Um, 
what are like I guess maybe some of the like examples that um I guess would give people like the belief that they can believe in themselves like examples of like what you actually got over and stuff like that like yeah um, um you just gotta think I would say anybody everybody has a success story you yeah. just have to find what that is because a lot of times we do things and we say things and if what what we have in our head doesn't come to actual fruition we right. miss what actually happened mm-hmm. and so for me back in the day I used to say um, man I want to be I want to be this person I want to be this person I want to be this person and then we fast it was forward. never you it was never me mm-hmm. yeah. but now I look back and I'm like damn I forgot I said that as a kid and I I did that in a way you know what I mean I've done it you know what I mean it's like that kind of stuff you have to like you have to take a microscope on your own life and just say hey look there has been good you know there have been good might not have been the best you know what I mean but you have I I was just thinking about this today uh, knowing that I was going to be on the podcast um, Mm -hmm. and and I was thinking about the word try right Mm -hmm. when you when you say um, when somebody says hey look I tried because we say that a lot. You know, I tried, I tried. Try, when you think about it, it's almost quantitative, right? Mm-hmm. And you put a quantity behind it because let's talk about, let's take a basketball game or any kind of sports game, right? You know, uh, there's a there's a goal, somebody wins, somebody loses. Right. There's points, there's stats. It's, there, it's yeah, facts. There's facts yeah. too, right? And, and if, exactly. if it doesn't go your way, you say, some, you go to the bench, you be like, damn dog, I tried. You know, or the game is over. Man, I tried to win that championship. Mm-hmm. When really, stop saying you tried. You did. Play the game. You know right. what I mean? You played the game. You didn't, the outcome wasn't what you wanted, mm-hmm. but you did. You played the sport, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's people. Try has like, such a negative connotation. Yes. You know, because there's people out there. Because you don't successfully can, try things. Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. You don't, you, yeah. right. That's not, a, they don't equate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like they just don't equate. Yeah. So there's people that's, that's less than you that can't even get to the game so when you say try those people are looking at you like damn i just want to have the opportunity mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you know so and you up here saying you trying no you doing you know what i mean so rather i'm the best comic in the world you know what i mean i'm not gonna walk i never walk off the stage saying damn i tried to make them laugh mm-hmm. look i somebody giggled you know what i mean right. <laughs> like, and i'm gonna walk off that stage and be like yo i i did stand up you know well, relating that mindset is part of how me and drew really got to be friends yeah because you remember that night this was probably like a good year year and a half ago this is a while ago okay but this was at comedy bar <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> go ahead <clears throat> this was at comedy bar i was hosting upstairs and saint james was doing the show downstairs and i can't remember if you were doing the show too or if huh? you had a show earlier and you were running around with your boyfriend i, I don't remember but yeah. i remember you're both there and one of you for sure had a set and then you both came up no 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 you you both were on the show together because then um you both came up and it was between comics and i said oh how did you do downstairs because i know it's always hard down there i hate it and you were like i did i did all right like i i really i think i i did all right and i'm like uh-huh. you went to work oh thank that's you that's what we, that's what i told that's what i told her like oh, you went to work and that's how yeah, we like, yeah this is a job that's, like no, I did that's when job. we became friends because so i did the tomato show and my biggest thing is like I'm in, in general in life, I don't, I, I don't, I would never be like, oh, I'm such a grateful person because I do forget about things all the time. Mm-hmm. We live in our own life, yeah. we're inside our own head. But in comedy, I am super, super, super grateful because my parents always taught me you don't deserve anything, not in like a yeah. demeaning way, but mm-hmm. like you're not entitled right. to anything, you don't deserve anything, Worthful. you say thank you a million times and I appreciate it, and then you leave. That's mm-hmm. how you, you shake everybody's hand, mm-hmm. you, you're grateful. And like it wasn't a fake grateful, it's like you are you are very privileged and like you need to realize that and so for me that's like why I don't ever say like even if I like say like oh I did horrible like even at like Dario's open mic like I still always get something out of it Mm -hmm. I'm never like I'm like well this thing went well and I but I I come off like that sometimes and then there's other times where I really am like grateful Mm -hmm. and there like I just don't think that anybody regardless of how much money you have or where you come from you don't deserve anything. Right, you no, don't. Mm-hmm. And as much as we want to believe because everybody's self-absorbed because you're only inside your own body and you only know your own shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't, you're not better than anybody yeah. and nobody's better than you. And it's like everybody 
is equal. Did you have to stare at me when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> Matt. <laughs> and Dario, I support Black Lives Matter. Ever. <laughs> no, but like it's, and, and that's that thing where it's like, we, so I did the tomato show and most people complained about that. And like, people mm-hmm. are like, oh, I have to host it all month. And I'm like, you get the fucking opportunity, yeah. get paid. That's you get to do stage time. You get to, let's say you don't get to do comedy, but you get to riff. Okay, that's going to help you in other scenarios. Yeah. Why are you only looking at the negative? Right. And so I think mm-hmm. that that's where we got along where I was like, I did really well. And you're like, you literally did your job. And I was like, thank right. you. Yeah. Like, I just just went up there and made people laugh. And I didn't complain to me like, oh, okay, keep yeah. throwing them at me. Right. It's like, no, I just, you know what I mean? I just yeah. did my thing. Yeah. yeah. Because that's what you're supposed to do. I didn't just, I, it's, it's an entitlement when people complain about it. And I'm not outing anybody. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that that's. That's just people. That's life. Okay. So I wanted to talk about um, kind of the second half of the podcast is kind of more directed towards what you use and kind of how you came like overcame your challenges and what your brand is and kind of what you made that into and where you are today with the whole COVID thing and all yeah. that good stuff. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, be positive is be positive productions is kind of a it's a weird story uh so we first started out i finally made my way back around to a podcast okay. and so it was be positive the chicago story is meant to highlight people around the city um uh so that so we started out with that and then i had this idea of uh dropping an album <laughs> so uh-huh. and it was going to be a mixtape uh my mixtape but literally less than 24 hours i had an idea and i said no nah, let's include everybody uh, let's let's make it a compilation album. I don't think that's been done. And then day after that, it was let's do let's make it a music too. Let's just make it an artistic album. Mm-hmm. And so like that's so that is all process started, and we get all the way to the release date mm-hmm. uh, and time to release the uh, the first album. We spoke this into existence, um, and we needed a company. You know, you just can't drop an album. I ain't even think right. about that. You just can't drop an album. And just be like, I'm Dario. Here's an album. <laughs> right. iTunes. You know what I mean? Like, right. So I didn't even think about that. And so we had to think of a name. And Darian goes, you know what, man? I mean, why are we thinking about this? Just call it Be Positive Productions. And that's how it happened. So Be Positive mm-hmm. Productions came out of necessity. Um, and it wasn't like we planned this thing out. It was just, it literally is going to be a one-off just for the album. We had, mm-hmm. yeah, at that time we gotcha. thought about, yeah, we thought about let's do three albums. So it was just gonna be for that album and then two others when we figured out. And then we started to realize, well, what do we have here? We got shows that we run, you know, we got this, uh, we can do better, which just started a charity kind of branch. We, um, we were like, we can actually put B Positive Productions to work. Mm-hmm. And so let's, let's, let's make this a real business. So we made it, it was already a real business because of the album, it's an LLC. But we said, let's start doing things with it. Let's use, it's, be, it's called Be Positive. What is Be Positive for? Right, and right. it's to give people opportunities, this, that, and the other. And um, yeah, so we just took off with it and made it and made it a thing and made it something where we have shows, we record um, uh, video, audio, uh, charity now with uh, the We Can Do Better um, branch of it. And it's just, it's, a, it's crazy how we're in this position because of quarantine. And I, I, we yeah. definitely wouldn't be here because of uh, the the coronavirus. Um, so this is, I want to say it because I'm I'm sensitive to everybody, but it's like a blessing in disguise. You know what I mean? Like we we I wouldn't have done any of this mm-hmm. stuff if it wasn't for um, being at home and just trying to think what am I what are mm-hmm. we gonna do now? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Do you think after the pandemic's over, be positive is gonna get like? Do you feel like it's gonna expand even more, or just really happy where you're at? No, I, I really do see expansion for it, um, and I think we set ourselves up for it mm-hmm. unknowingly. You know, I'm not saying that this is planned. I like I said, I go back to half the shit we do. We don't even know what we're doing, but um, I think we have set ourselves up um, because if at the beginning of the year, January second, you know, I talked about how I had the opportunity to to um, host and build a um, fill a 1800 seat theater I got the I got the rights to do that so that was the thought mm-hmm. price back then mm-hmm. but now but that went on halt because we can't gather like that obviously I mean um, you know yeah. like, you know um that's and been really hard yeah. yeah getting 18 people in a room is hard yeah to it's hard to do yeah, yeah. that's hard to do you know yeah. so um be positive production took off so now I think now that having still having something like that in our back pocket mm-hmm. um we just grew our brand uh, in this time, that's the focus. It's just do what we can at home with the given the rules of COVID, 
and next year when or whenever things open back up we we can incorporate all the things we had before so now we just got a bunch of resources and yeah. and it's it's a crazy way to build it um build what we got going on right now but um you know it's i'm happy that we're here and i just i can't wait to what else what, everything else we got going on that's awesome yeah um yeah, you sound positive. Yeah. <laughs> <Slightly>. <laughs> Everything yeah. sounds positive, yeah. um, yeah. which is awesome. Um, do you, how has the, like, COVID affected your, um, I mean, no, it might be good for, like, um, producing stuff and kind of, yeah. like, collaborating and having more time to think, but, like, has it affected your mental health at all? Because I know we really haven't talked about it on the podcast, and it's, like, a huge part of everyone's life right yeah. now. We're in yeah. the middle of a pandemic, yeah. and, like, it kind of sucks like there are certain mm -hmm. situations like it's a blessing in disguise yeah. where it's like yeah. i work for grubhub so obviously like i've had like the best work months ever you know what i mean because like mm -hmm. we're in demand right now and like our business yeah. is doing well but like unfortunately it's like due to people dying you know what i mean yeah, it's right. like really sad right. and so right. um i think there's both sides to everything i mm -hmm. think that there's more time to think but then i also think there are like there are a lot of dark places that i've gotten in covid yeah. more than i ever have been i guess yeah mm -hmm. yeah because of the like, for Isolate. The isolation is like yeah. really well because like I I never sorry and I wanted to ask you but I just I've never been so like almost feeling I never felt codependent on anybody mm -hmm. but I feel like since I'm with my boyfriend like all the time or like with my roommate or with like a friend that I'm with for a yeah. long time I'm like I don't want you to leave because like when I'm alone I feel like alone mm -hmm. because it's not like I can I go I, I just feel trapped almost. yeah mm -hmm. yep yeah I I think for me, I've it's been a positive experience, so it has affected me, but mm -hmm. it's been it's been a good experience because now I've kind of I just looked at life. I think a lot of people just looked at what we have and things that we took for granted, maybe mm -hmm. in life. They were all taken away from us. You right. know what I mean? They were all taken away from us all at once, and we just had to sit in one place. And so um, I think with with the quarantine, you know, at the, the first. Literally week, I was kind of pissed off because my thought process went towards, man, you know, they just shutting down and taking away all of the things we want to do. We can't, we can't go outside. We can't do this. I can't do comedy no more. This is crazy. People are panicking for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, and that was just anger. That wasn't mm -hmm. using facts. That was just being selfish. You know, mm -hmm. and um, you know, literally probably day day eight is when I was like, ah, you know what? It is what it is. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's make the most of what we got. You know. Me and my girlfriend started doing uh, date nights on on the weekend. We alternate date night ideas. Um, oh, that's so fun! Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. And then you, we we binge watch TV shows. Um, we would watch movies, walks, uh, yeah, th different things like that. That you realize, man, this is kind of dope. You know, what I mean, just if I'm mm -hmm. just chilling here, you know, right? Let's make and the like, most of it, it almost stops you in your tracks. Like, I yeah. remember walking to go get my prescription. I'm like, wait, it's like 11:30 a.m. I would have been at work in like had to plan my whole day around getting yeah. my prescription. Yeah. But I can just go walk and get it, and if my manager calls me, I'm just like, oh, I'm out for lunch. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, I, you would never do that in a million right. years if right. you were at the job. Yeah. So it and there's things that, like, I really appreciate now that I never yeah. have before. Like oh. how much we can drink while we're working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Oh, yeah. oh dude. Yeah. Always high. Best feeling Pop the cork. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It makes you better, right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> So for my next point on the PowerPoint, it's, <laughs> but it's bad though. I mean that. Well, that whole part gets like depressing a little bit because sometimes I'll be really high and like I was even like writing about this where I'm like I think I've been so high that I get paranoid that people on my Zoom meetings are smelling my weed and I'm like okay that's <laughs> we might have to put it down. Yeah, we might have to stop yeah. smoking. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> might be a good solution. Yeah, but it's... there was a joint in your mouth while you were writing the joke. <laughs> Like, yeah, and no, I was like, hold on, I gotta let me put, down put this it out. Roll. No, but I don't like. It's not like all the time, but it was like it was a lot for yeah. sure. I think I and I never are you. I would never go to work high, but I'm not. I don't feel like I'm at work. Yeah, no. Like I'm it just is, on a computer. Right. That that's it's. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about this uh, before. We we're saying what is what's next? What is going to come of the world now? Like what is the next thing? You know, work is different. Mm -hmm. Entertainment is different. The way we just walk around is different. Say hi to people. Interact with each other what's the new thing what's the next thing do you think people are more kind or do you think that they're more like um i think it's a i think it's honestly i think people are the same because i'm i'm more of a 
I'm, I take the cynical route sometimes with people sometimes, because yeah, yeah, because like I I know people. I'm not mm-hmm. judging anybody, but I just yeah. know people tendencies. And so you look at little microaggressions of using a mask now, or I won't touch you, man. You get, come on now. You mean to tell me if they didn't say if it was a right. you shake my hand all the time, you know, you dab me up. I'm seen you do worse things, but now it's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now now you right. extra cautious about even touching right. me. Okay. Like I can, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, like that that to me is like. We've taken a human decency element out of. I granted, mm-hmm. I'm, I want people to be safe out there, but I mean, really, like sometimes people <laughs> yeah. are just like a little bit too much with this. Oh nope, I can't talk to you because you know I put your mask up. It's down a little bit, <laughs> but really, your breath stank before this damn pandemic. <laughs> like, like, and I had to deal with. I had to deal with that shit. Slow down. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. No, I and the get people it. who are comfortable close talking are always the ones you want far the fuck yeah. away from. Yeah. Right. Yeah, You're yeah. like put on your mask. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Put like so. Who so are I, you, Rabbi? Yeah. Like, just like get away from it. You know. No, it is difficult. Well, it's difficult to navigate, and there are certain situations where you're like, I think it's hard to judge people for that, though. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. the only reason I say that is because, like, for example, my mom, I have to wear a mask around her because she's like super high risk. Like, she's had a lot of really like bad health scares where she's like almost died and stuff. And mm-hmm. so, like, for me, I would never like want to put her in any type yeah. of danger. So, yeah. like, I but then. Where what then sometimes there'll be somebody my age who's kind of like that and I'm like, really like that's yeah. weird. But I have to respect that because there are cases where like freak accidents where people are already have died. Yeah, yeah. You so got, like you yeah. know what I mean? You it's like you and that's why I say it's a veil. It's a it's a it's almost a veil. Of, right. Because you can't like you say you can't judge anybody because we're it's in that so situation. Hard. Where like, you're right. Right. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. The damn pandemic has got you covered. You know right. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but but I if now when this shit is over with. I want people to have the same energy, all right. Like, mm-hmm. be consistent. If you are, if you are a bad person during the pandemic, still no, you're be that, so right. Yeah, yeah. It's such be, an easy tell. Yeah, when be somebody, that same bad person because uh-huh. now I want to believe. You know, I want to. Or believe when that. you like, like somebody's like, "Oh, I'm just concerned about COVID," and then you like see the, like their Instagram story. Yeah, and you're right. Like, okay, like, yeah, right. You really ain't concerned with no damn. COVID. No, you're, you're not. Just, you just you're don't want to hang that. out. I, tell me you don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a crutch right now. Yeah, because they're literally on Instagram visiting Joe Exotic in jail, but like they won't fucking talk to you at a fucking comedy show. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that. Well, that could jade you for sure. Oh, yeah. just a tad. I mean, yeah. yeah, but like, what's the difference? I was gonna ask you, what's the difference between like the cynical route with people versus like positive aspects thinking of like your life? So a lot of the positive, a lot of the positivity that I have just comes from not worrying about what the next person is thinking or doing. So um, yeah, freedom. And, you know, freedom. Yeah, I'm mentally free of like worrying about the next person. Mm-hmm. Not in a, not in a bad way because I worry about people. You know what I mean? Like, right, um, right. But but like, if a person is it's their season. If it's your season, hey, I'm proud of you, bro. Right. You know what I mean? I'm proud of you, sis. Go ahead, do yeah, your thing. Yeah, you're confident in yourself, yeah. so you can be yeah. happy for other people. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So of course. But then, like the cynical part of it, that's just me being from the south side. Like I didn't see, you know, like <laughs> I, I didn't see so many crazy things. And the one thing over generations from the, the exist, existence of man is that we naturally are bullshitters. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Like, so I know people have that side of them. So no mm-hmm. matter what, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a, is bullshit. there like a, like a code that you use with uh, people who are bullshitting you? They're like, come on. Like, uh, no, I just, I just say, oh, okay. And then like, I just, and then I, you just know yeah, and you're I okay just, with them yeah. knowing that, yeah. That they think that they bullshit. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, I mean, I'm see, a- I have too much of like an ego, and I'm like, hey, I know you're lying. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't like say that, but I like say it in a way where I'm yeah. like, okay, really? Like, do you just mm. not want to do? Like, I just tell yeah. me straight up, you don't yeah. like me. Like, yeah, I, I, I'd rather take it that nah, route. Me, mm-hmm. I'm just, I just let the people go, and then like I turn around and like say, if we talk, say yeah. talking, man, as soon as we, uh, as soon as she leaves, I'm like. No, she lying, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I smile yeah. on your face. The whole yeah, time. I like, do okay. that shit everywhere. Yeah, I totally do that shit. Yeah, everyone does that shit because it's kind of just like ain't got, there's no there's no need for me to exert that energy and being like, hey man, you wrong. For me, it's like mm-hmm. ah whatever. Go hey, that's your life. Live it. You know, what learn mean? Like, like learn on your own. Yeah, there's certain things I don't butt in, but I'm yeah. saying if it's like if it's too if obvious. it's a best friend or yeah. if it's like a some oh, like a, I'm just like you just not yeah right. Right, because now, the, not, now yeah. they break in cold. They break in fresh. Right, cold. that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, well, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but like in terms of like cynical, like did any type of relationship kind of make you feel like it led your thoughts into the future? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like were there certain like girlfriends or like parent like situations that kind of Hook jaded up. your like kind of put a film over your future yeah. ones? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, there's 
a lot of the things that I thought I might like, you know what I mean? I realized yeah. as you go in life, you're like, nah, I don't really care about that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's, was it because you were kind of, because in the beginning you said you kind of like, were like, I want to be this person. Because yeah. was it like, because I, this person that I want to be would do this? Right. Yeah. Well, okay. well, also I had in my head where I wanted to be at. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I wanted to be a certain place, and I thought, all right, I got this person with me. I'm going to get there now. You know what I mean? Like, that that kind oh. of thought process, too. Okay. So, um, and now, now you, I, I have the value of not worrying about, um, you know, oh, I need this person going to get me there. No, 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 no. I'm going to get there with or without this person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or that person, oh, it's kind of dope. We can collaborate on something, and we can get there together. You know what I mean? Like, and if I, and if that don't work out, I still got we still on my path. You know what I mean? Like so, mm. um, a lot of that's I think a lot about that now. Just thinking, um, I'm telling you, I've taken a lot of ownership over my own thoughts in life now. You know, it, overall, that's what it is. It's like I've taken that ownership, and I have that belief. Like I said before, mm-hmm. just the belief that you know there's something more. You know, there's something more that I can achieve. Right. You and kept your life, kept your work on. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? Honestly, working out is 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 a, is a big part of the mental stability because mm-hmm. that's that's discipline. You know what I mean? That that working out teaches you discipline. Totally. Um, because if you to get, I I wasn't what I am right now without discipline. You know that takes dedication to go in the gym and uh, and do it five six times it's, a week. It's more it's more the principle. Yeah, that's how I was too. We're like there's like I only did sports. And so, like, I'm mostly used to training with, like, a whole entire team. Yeah. Um, and so, for me, working out is more about the dedication and the, like, wherewithal to, like, push yourself mm-hmm. yeah. versus, like, oh, I actually enjoy – like, I fucking right. hate it. Right. I really I really do. Right. Like, I when I – before I got hit by a car, I was biking 10 miles a day and running a mile a day yeah. in the quarantine. And it's, like, no one knew. But, like, for myself, I was, like, yes, I'm going to – make my like the whole point of it and why I started was to make myself mentally stronger because I'm like I feel like sometimes if I start something hard I kind of like make excuses and back out and then like tell myself that that's okay because Mm -hmm. of the excuses so then I started doing that every day and I was like wow okay I can actually like do something and then I got hit by a car so (laughs) (laughs) we'll stop me in my tracks a little bit but that's another thing you can do get hit by a car yeah exactly and then that's a kind of good excuse Um, (laughs) just a little but no but it really like it does it changes your mentality and it's not really I mean of course it's like the endorphins and it gives you that high after and it kind of helps you if you have anxiety or depression. But there's a lot more into like the metaphor of what right. it really means. Right. I mean, if you're me and Dario shared, unfortunately, um, you shared your like workouts with me. Yeah. So every like couple hours, they'll be like, Dario burned 20,000 calories lifting 8,000 pound weights. And I'm just like literally just like just like chewing the chips. And I'm like, what? Like can't even hear myself. Oh, my God. Like just entire like wheels of cheese. I was like, it's a good idea. Oh, my God. I just high just like just looking at it like, okay. You go, dog. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't know what he's doing, but I'm definitely doing nothing. So, um. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's like, it, it's a lot of dedication. Even like seeing that, I would get motivated mm-hmm. to like that's, go work out. Because I get, so on your Apple Watch, you get notifications and mm-hmm. be like, it, it'd be like the stick figure of the weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm like, literal you. Dario yeah, on my yeah, watch. Yeah. Just again. And yeah, and it was like, again, back at it. And then sometimes that reminds me to like go to, yeah. I always suggest everybody needs, it's called an accountability buddy. You have to like, yeah. either whether it's working out, or like a work friend that you have to yeah. get a task accomplished every day. Like yeah. you have to have somebody, like yeah. you said, a best friend that's gonna hold you accountable for anything you do. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. and they have to call you out for negative things too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hate it, and everyone hates it. Yeah. But like, it really it's makes necessary. you into a better person. It does. Yeah, and like with Darian, did you find that like that was that present when you were depressed or no? Yeah, that was a uh, 2019. That was, okay. that was a year ago. Year so, ago. like, when you were kind of feeling, like, down, though, I'm saying before you felt that way, was yeah. the, like, friendships that were really strong present. Yeah, yeah. Darren, they still were? Yeah, me and okay. Darren, like I said, 14 years in the game, we, we've been, he and I, we had been um, really going through, he kind of was my backbone, so to say, mm-hmm. at the start of comedy, um, a, a supporter um, of me. So he would come to shows and things like that. 
you know, we would we didn't know nobody on the scene, but yeah. I knew him, and so he was he was there with me, and we would be doing things, not knowing what the hell we doing, but it's fun, right? You know, so right. you'd yeah. bomb, and he, yeah. like he'd buy you a shot and tell you to quit yeah, crying, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. right. We, yeah, you know, so we you need somebody. You need somebody, you know. So he's been there. Everyone you know, he's that. he's been mm-hmm. there for me. Um, so yeah, that relationship was established. And that was okay. That's why that's why Be Positive Productions is what it is because, um, you know, we've been going through this. We have a thing during the night, and this started. Back when we first met each other, literally inside of Best Buy, we first met each other. We were like, I don't know why we, why we friends. We would say this, I don't know why we friends, mm-hmm. but we gonna find out why we were friends. And <laughs> literally, I, was it 2000, uh, 2019 when we started the podcast? We it was a text message. I, I know I had it. He had it at the same time when we finally were like, all right, we doing this. We text each other. Hey, we found that reason why we're here. This is the reason. Mm-hmm. You know, he did improv, and we were on the stage, and we were like, "This is why we. This is why we're here, man." And <laughs> we, we came to that realization, and at that moment, man, it just clicked with us, and we just took off. His thoughts, my thoughts, when it comes to like friendship wise, mm-hmm. you know, he can talk to me. Um, when it comes to the business wise, he can talk to me. When it comes to creativity, always in sync, always in sync. And so, um, yeah, he he's been there before all this you know what I mean do you think it could have been like worse without him if you yeah, didn't have such a good absolutely. supporter yeah absolutely because I wouldn't I wouldn't have had the confidence um mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't have had the confidence mm-hmm. to continue um doing comedy in general I wouldn't have had the confidence to get out of a bad relationship mm-hmm. you know what I mean I wouldn't have oh my, I, yeah you could have you don't even know where you would you have don't been. know yeah. this could have ended very broke back mountain yeah 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 <laughs> it totally. like very much he changed my life he, he made me love myself <laughs> got me where I needed to go and then he fucked me yeah, yeah, yeah. he fucked me <laughs> Like that's really that's, where I that's thought a, that's this where was going. going. <laughs> like, yeah. guys, I have something to tell you. <laughs> he just comes out of the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. 36 yeah. years old. I'm gay. <laughs> Finally, I changed my, my mind. <laughs> that's funny. Hey. You know, I, mean, I think I, that's your dream scenario is somebody coming on, somebody on, the pod- on our podcast. I would love just somebody to surprise me with them being gay. Like, if my dar doesn't pick it up, I would just love to be shocked. You would be once. like, Drew, timestamp that? Okay, we're going to cut there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when I call the news yeah. about this, we yeah. have like a timestamp. Thank you. Yeah, Thank that would have been, that'd be, that, that would be big news. That's, that it would, if any podcast that happened, it would be this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, you're doing time? Like, totally. so that's a mental state right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, that's what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That we also get the reputation of you come to our podcast. Who knows how you're going to leave? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what goes on over there? Do we have their address? They get vulnerable, and right, then who right. knows what happens? <laughs> All the wine. No. Uh, oh my god. Um, okay, one. I have one question for you, and then um, we're just going to wrap it up. Yep. Um, my question for you was like, how did your experience shape your material in comedy at all? Oh man, I use everything. Uh, everything in my life, I use. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So Beautiful. everything. I have a rule with myself. When I first started doing stand up, my rule was um, because you know they. I went to Second City. They teach you, you know, like one liners and stuff. And like I form my own rule, uh, and that is unless I've it's happened to me, mm-hmm. I physically saw my eyes or I can touch it, I don't talk about it. You know what I mean? So every mm-hmm. all my jokes mm-hmm. have some. Realism to it. Now we always embellish. That's it was comedians. That's mm-hmm. how you make it funny. You embellish a little bit, but every story I tell has a truth to it. That all I did was decorate around it, mm-hmm. and so that's my rule. And um, every life experience, whether it's good or bad, that's so I talk about it. Yeah. I, I love that. That me and mm-hmm. Matt talk about it all the time. We're like, I'll try it like a like a topical joke and then it doesn't work and I go, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And like when it's my family shit, I'm like, okay, this tag needs to be here, this period, yeah. this comma, yeah. this parenthesis, this colon. Yeah. Cause I'm so into it and I'm so passionate about it because that, what got me into comedy was people telling me I was funny when I was angry mm-hmm. and they wouldn't stop laughing and I'm like, no, I'm trying to be serious. Yeah. So it's like that where it's like yeah. you learn that it's from your experiences. I was talking to a ton of comedians last night cause I did Zanies and we were in the green room and they were like, oh, like, um, you have to change all your references because of COVID. And I was like, my stepmom's always been a cunt. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. I'm sorry. That's part of the story. Do you, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, okay. Like, like if I'm, you tell you know, jokes I mean, about intersections and traffic, maybe. Yeah, right. right. And but, stuff like that where it's like, yeah, there are certain references where I like, I my first joke is about my stepmom buying me clothes. And I was like, is anybody online shopping? Like, I, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. because of COVID, you kind of make it about the topic, but it's yeah. like, 
there's certain things where it's like my family's my family, my boo production still happened. Yeah. My, I'm still Jewish. She that never, shit didn't yeah. change because exactly. I didn't right. the coronavirus. Like it's I don't it's find terrible. any passion without talking about myself. That's why right. I mean we're all selfish. That's why we fucking right. do stand up. Like yeah. there's in in a, in a good way. In a you know way. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we want people to know our experiences. But I think that it's so important to incorporate yourself because I've watched people do sets for 20 minutes and be like, I don't know anything about them. Right. And that bothers me. Right. And it's, it's I don't it's care fake. if you made people yeah. laugh. I, right. It's like a. Who are you? That's yeah. a show. That's a show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're entertainers. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't want to be a chauvinist. You know what I mean? I don't want to be a person that's showy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I want, I want, when you talk to me, you're going to know what the hell is up with Dario mm-hmm. as a human. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. when you hear what I talk about on stage, mm-hmm. you know, that's just life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I, I think most of like, even my material is like jokey jokes where mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. a Jew and I have yeah. a lot of money. It's the joke of like, here's what they were trying to say yeah. and mm-hmm. I'll make it more embellished so yeah. that you understand how ridiculous yeah. they are. Yeah. Yeah. That's But that's yeah. like what you take away. It's right. not like the, I have a joke about, you I, know, my my breast reduction yeah. and how like I, I'm like, of course it's painful like buying my own drinks yeah. now, right? So like yeah, yeah. that's like, obviously that's not true. But right. it's like when mm-hmm. people ask dumb questions, I'm trying to show them like, yeah, like of yeah, yeah. course it's painful to yeah, get a boob yeah. reduction because mm-hmm. that's the question that somebody asked me, and I'm mm-hmm. like, so it's just like pointing out the obvious and then being yeah. like, okay, here's why it's yeah, actually fine. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of just like yeah. you're dumb. Like it's everything with that is like yeah. yep. everyone's dumb. Like yeah. it's just well, and just from the point of view, well, you have to change all your references now because of COVID. To me, that's like saying that I change my entire act if the room is black or white yeah. or young or old. Yeah. Like to you're me, still Matt. Yeah. yeah. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Still me. It's like if you have to completely do a 180 every time something's right. different, yeah. that doesn't say very much about your technique right. and about your writing right. and about like your stagecraft and about like everything it takes to like right. be with an audience. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And there are people who don't talk about themselves, which are great, but it's like, yeah, it's it's in general in every aspect of life, mm-hmm. it's better to be well rounded. Yes. It's yeah. better to have like I should do more material that isn't about me. But yeah. it's like, but mm-hmm. there, I think that there are certain things that like a person like all of us looks yeah. for, and yeah. I love people who talk about like certain situations. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, that was real. Yeah. yeah, it's more you're more. It's not even like you're more laughing at it. You just appreciate it more because right. you're like, okay, and you have that's to, what I came for. You have to ride the line. It's mm-hmm. a constant boundary because, like, the less oh, I have yeah. started, the less I have talked about my actual life, the more the uh, white boys have liked me. And so it's going the back and forth of, okay, I don't just want to be a character. I want to tell the truth. How do I adjust it? Right. It's constant moving. Right. It's constant moving. Oh, totally. Yep. There's so many times. I mean, I was at a show that I headlined and this I was like in the back back. And I do that sometimes because I like gossip and I sometimes like to hear people talking about the comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like sit back and I was in the very back and there's like two guys in front of me that looked like douches. It's like this white area in the suburbs. And I was like they like turn to each other and they're like, I heard a woman's headlining this. And they're like, huh. oh yeah, that's pretty weird. And I was like right behind them and then I just like went up and crushed and I was like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just kind of like, fuck you. Like, and, and I don't necessarily know if I like twisted the way that they said it because I was self-conscious about yeah. it as a female comedian. But like there are certain things where you watch that and you're like, oh, okay, so like this shit still does exist. And right. Mm-hmm. You you know like it's whether it's in your mind or in the world yeah the like audience, it's just everything you're gonna like there. you know what I mean you're gonna kind of see that like that affected me I don't I could have done better right. do you know what I'm saying right. because like that kind of got in my head and I was like oh, I'm just gonna do my set and get off and right. like I don't enjoy it as much right because I'm thinking about what they're fucking thinking yeah because yeah. they're that tells me they're do like you. do you know what I'm saying because it's like you're saying like I don't need to change my set universally but like sometimes there are certain things that happen and I'm like oh I. I'm going to feel different and it's mm-hmm. going to be different yeah. and I'm going to get off and like kind of regret yeah. it affecting mm-hmm. me, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Has that ever, I guess if you've like slipped up, has that ever affected your standup? Like want it, like what other people are thinking you like change your set or like the way that you no, are I, thinking it, on stage? It, it gasses me. It, it makes mm-hmm. me, makes me want to go out there and prove you wrong now. Now mm-hmm. it's like, Oh yeah. Cause I, cause I promise you I'm not, only time I change things is when I'm like, if I hear, if I do hear something in the crowd while I'm just waiting, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna talk about that now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. But, but I never, I never get intimidated by like a crowd. You know, like you know, honestly, I go head on and say, if it's a predominantly white crowd, I definitely want to talk about white people. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I want to yeah, tell them about. Yeah, it. You know, like, yeah. You know, like if it's a black crowd, I'm definitely gonna talk to my black people. You exactly. Know? <laughs> like, same thing. You know, if it, yeah. if it's if it's if it's kids, I'm gonna be clean. But I'm definitely gonna talk about stuff the kids can relate to. You hate school. 
even if your parents are right there, they probably don't want me to talk about it. I'm right. going to talk about how much you probably hate school, you know what I mean? Like, or whatever the case may be. So, um, yeah, no, nah, I'm not I'm not changing. Look, I'm not changing shit. And, you, and, and, and my, the way our style is, we'll have to, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I can go anywhere, and honestly, I can tell the same jokes to all the people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and, and it's, I don't mm-hmm. care who you are, you're going to laugh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can tell the white it's jokes to the black funny. people, black people to white jokes, you know, and it's like, yeah. you know, like, because exactly. exactly. it's not necessarily like, you know, only black people gonna get it you know what yeah. I mean? no it's not that or only white people gonna you, get it but you know? when you do enough of the same like and, and, I, and I mean this with all respect like yeah. the same race rooms where yeah. it's all white or an all yeah. black crowd or an mm-hmm. all Mexican crowd or all this crowd you know you understand okay so everybody has experienced the same yes. thing I yeah. mean because I was nervous because there was like a Mexican the Joe Mike Yo show yeah Mike Yo yeah. and it was like a Mexican Christian crowd of like 300 people and I had one of the best sets I've ever had yeah. and you know what I mean but it's like I did material about being a Jew thinking it wasn't gonna work and I was like well I'll just like take it because yeah. I don't give a sh- like I, I don't give a shit like I'll get over it yeah right 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 but I still did it yeah. because but you realize that like you, you get once you get enough that's experience that's that confidence mm-hmm. that's that confidence of course that's, that's, that's all it is yeah. mm-hmm. one, if you you it's kind of like even like ha- like because I got a puppy like you you can sense when they like know that you're scared yeah mm-hmm. and like yeah. you're fearful so like even if you just act more confident you will get more laughs yeah you yeah. just will yeah. Oh, yeah that's a fact and the thing that I wish all of us could keep in our minds is uh you should worry about strangers about as much after comedy as you did before yeah. Like, yeah. if I've never met that douche guy before and he's like, oh, there's going to be a woman or oh, there's going to be a black guy. Right. Like, I don't know you. Yeah, right. I do not know you. Right. You mattered not. Right. <laughs> like, right. not in my life. It gasses like, me yeah. to get up there for sure. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, it affected it affected me in the sense of, like, mm-hmm. if, like, a, like, a tag didn't work, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's yeah. Right. It's like a, it's you like don't a, I don't let hearing that injure you, though. Yeah. That's yeah. What, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. of course. That's exactly. Um. So... We're going to wrap it up. Is there anything that you would like to plug in terms of like shows or Instagram? Yeah. Um, well, first, you can follow me, Dario D Comedy, on all social media. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok if you do it. Uh, <laughs> no. so, uh, while we still got it. Yeah, while we still got it. Um, but um, one, at the time of this recording, uh, this is this going to air tomorrow uh, on Saturday? Probably. Um, yeah. So Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. And <laughs> don't out our laziness. <laughs> okay, all right, okay, all right. Maybe um, tomorrow, maybe uh, Monday. Yeah, I this, don't know. This is yeah. this is a Monday, so Saturday is only six, five days away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, no, we, uh, we got, we're doing chari- a lot of charity work uh, for Chicago public schools, uh, families, and students. So oh, beautiful. Uh, yeah, so uh, We Can Do Better is something we started in July. Okay. Actually, not started. This is 2013, but we were and I was in a position to kind of help this thing out. Mm-hmm. Now um, we are. So we just relaunched uh, We Can Do Better um, in July. And we've done backpack drives. We've done um, a lot of charity work. And we're going to do a lot more. Uh, nice. Tomorrow we got two shows for it. We currently have um, a drive. If you want to donate supplies, you can bring it to My Buddies, which is on 4416 North Clark Street. Uh, here in Chicago. Um, if you want to donate monetarily, you can do it on Venmo at Project Reach, uh, uh, capital P, uh, and then capital <laughs> Reach. Um, uh, and you can you can donate there, uh, whatever you got for the students. Uh, that's like my big thing I want to plug. That's awesome. Um, because comedy is, comedy is what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I've always <laughs> wanted to give back to people, and this is something that I'm really passionate about. So um, we can do better. It's just community. Uh, organization and the the mission is uh, we want to proactively create a community for positive change by any means necessary. So um, that's what that's what I'm about these days. So if we got to shoot a motherfucker, we got hey, to. We got to. Okay. We got to. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have that Malcolm X yeah, quote at the end yeah, of all yeah, of your like, want to be friends yeah, and justice yeah. by any means. By any means. By any means. By any means. It's gonna get done. You know. So <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> but uh, that's that's all. I, that's the main thing I want to plug. Uh, also, that's amazing. Also, um, so yeah. repeat the. T- um, Instagram, yeah, or, or the yeah. places they can donate, just so that yeah, can so you can donate uh, at Venmo um, at Project Reach, capital P and capital Reach, and uh, you can follow We Can Do Better on Instagram awesome. at We Can at WCDB underscore uh, shy C H I. Um, you can follow the page there and see what we got going on. We always got some things going on. I want to plug. Um, uh, Cafe Vibe, which is uh, something that I'm a part of with another partner outside of uh, the Be Positive branch. And what that is, is um, they're giving good, healthy food to um, uh, homeless folks uh, with no charge to them. 
Um, so we're just passing out uh, food, and we're getting the food directly from uh, farms. So it's good, healthy food too. So, um, uh, you can uh, you can ask me more about that, Dario D Comedy, if you want to. But a lot of positivity that we're trying to put back into the city, especially in a time like this. Yeah, I feel like as artists and as people who have some kind of influence, um, it's our duty at a time like this to kind of use our platform to kind of make our community better and our community right now for us is Chicago. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why I'm focusing on that. You know, comedy is not taking a backseat, but at the end of the day, uh, we all got to wear masks for humanity and, and we all still got to, you know, so, just like, you know, we, we got to sitting on my couch. Eating yeah. Potato chips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally self-involved. Oh saving the children. He's like, donate again. Repeat the Venmo. Everybody <laughs> donate. And I'm just like, and I'm, I'm just thinking person. like, what's my Venmo? Yeah. <laughs> what can I tell Plug people back. to donate to? <laughs> can I dress up as a school child? Like, yeah, yeah. Will someone give me a sack lunch? <laughs> Um, okay, well, um, anything else you want to plug? Is that it? No, uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Go go uh, download um, Laughter is Good for the Soul. It's a comedy collabora- collaboration album um, from a bunch of artists here in Chicago. 16 people went number one, debut number one, June 19th. Nice. I'm proud of it. Um, the reason why I'm really plugging is that um, all artists get all the money from everything that that album does. So okay. if, if you could stream it, let it play overnight. Buy albums. Yeah. Um, please do it just because we re-supporting the artists. Uh, even though Be Positive Production produced it, um, all they get all the money. You know what I mean? That's they awesome. they get all the money. So we got our first payout uh, at the end of this month, August, and I'm excited to just do it. Even if it's you know a little bit of change, mm-hmm. that's something. You know right. what I mean? Like, so you can something. either feed CPS kids or comedians kids. Or like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. We got it all covered. Yeah. You know what whatever I mean? you're feeling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. And uh, thank you for listening to Doing Time. <laughs>